And it is time for our pop culture slot and we're joined as ever by the one and only culture vulture himself, Colin McGrath. How are you? Uh, good. I think we have to change the name of the slot from pop culture to alternative culture um, <laughs> this week because of what we're talking about. Well, not because of the subject matter, but because of the song that's going to represent Ireland in the Eurovision. It's certainly alternative. It's different because like, we'll, we'll talk about this song in a minute, right? But if you think Ireland in the Eurovision, you think all the winds in the 90s, you think beautiful melody and harmonies that um, Paul Harrington and Charlie McGettigan had or Niamh Cavan had or Linda Marner Emer Quinn I mean you think of all that Standard Eurovision Fair Yeah but Standard Eurovision Fair for a few years ago yeah. not current Standard Eurovision Fair um, as a song contest I don't think it is one anymore um, it is def- and again like when it comes around to talking about it um, it We'll talk more about the actual songs themselves in, in May time in Sweden. But it's it's more of a popularity competition now. Although I still have this romantic idea in my head that a really nice song could win it sometime. Um, I do as well. I just couldn't see, uh, you know, Rock and Roll Kids was a nice song. But that kind of, not even the style of the song, but the look of like Paul Harrington, and Charlie McGettigan, yeah. the way they were dressed. Guitar, two, two, two owl lads up on a stage, yeah. like as if they were playing in a pub on a Saturday night it's just not going to do it anymore is not, it? not anymore it's not it was It was, I suppose of its time and a gorgeous song in its own right um, uh, but now the countries are going for bigger brasher affairs um, it seems the more colourful the better the more out there the better uh, the world is changing and the Eurovision is trying to reflect the changes in the world as well um, so on Friday night um R- RTE did their RTE thing where they had the Eurosong final. Um, we had six songs. Um, Erica Cody was the favourite. Uh, she had her song called Next in Line. Uh, no, sorry, she had her song called Love Me Like I Do. Next in Line were there as well. They had Love Like Us. Um, Judas was another song. Let Me Be the Fire. Gotobin Oskoelga. Uh, and then there was Bambi Thug with Doomsday Blue. Right? Now, Bambi Thug sounds like a label mate of Jay-Z or Snoop Dogg on Def Jam Records, but it's not. No, it's not. Uh, Bambi Thug is a 29-year-old uh, from McCroom and Cork originally who was reared there by her Swedish father and her Irish mother with her three sisters. She attended school in McCroom um, and then went to Colossi von Nefa, then went to, st- and by her own admission, went to study to train uh, to become a ballerina. Um, and then came out as non-binary, um, which, I mean, like, in, in, in lovely Catholic All-Ireland, I think that's the problem a lot of people have with the, with, with, with the song. And we'll get to that in more detail. There are, there's, well, I'm not going to say a lot of people, but there's been considerable noise on social media about yeah. Bambi Thug winning. But, but, like, we have to go with whatever the originals go with and send what we can to, you know, to do well. I, I enjoyed it. Like, I mean, it's not my cup of tea music-wise, but, you know, as a spectacle, there's nothing wrong with it. And that's in, as in important my opinion. as the song, isn't it, with Eurovision? The yeah. spectacle. You think at Lordy winning the Eurovision. Exactly. Even, even Finland, that's yeah. the bones of, what, 18, 19 years ago? I mean, like, we sent a puppet in a, tr- in, in a, tr- in a shopping trolley, and people are saying that this is worse. And we sent no... Edward. I think they're even worse. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, anyway, look, uh, Bambi Thug will represent us in uh, Malmö, Sweden. Here's the moment where they were announced as the winner on Friday night. Our public have decided to award our 12 points to song two, Doomsday Blues. <laughs> 
And there was a raucous um, atmosphere in the studio. Did you see it? Did you see it live Friday night? I didn't see it live. I just watched Bambi Thug's performance back afterwards. Yeah. But like, it sounds like everyone was delighted there. Was there an element? Any of the audience call him a bit kind of mouth the gate going, what? Not really. It was It was one of, like, it's, you know you know the Eurovision crowd, right? The Eurovision crowd is there to enjoy a party. Uh, the crowd in the audience is there to enjoy a party. Yeah. And, and each act had their own contingent. So it was bound to be, you know, a fairly raucous affair. Um, it was it, it, it was interesting because, like, when you think of the likes of Erica Cody would have been the favourite, um, she, like, her face, like, I, I think it was her, um, the look at her, I, I, I can't say. Had she bought into the bookies uh, speculating that she I, was going to win? I can't say she thought she was a dead cert to win, but it, I think she figured she had a good chance. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody rated Bambi Tug, but this is the joys of it. There was an international jury, there was a national jury, and there was a public vote, and she, she, she came out on top. Um, this is her thoughts after it right now. So Patrick Healy was chatting to her, how do you feel... It was a strange response, but this was it. Do you know what I was singing the whole time while I was sitting down there freaking out? Which I wrote with my best friend Michelle over there. Tour dum, tour dum, tour chance dum, Kana air sama here, Magrog yell. Very excitable, Bambi Tug. Okay. Yeah, so just um, Patrick Healy said, What? Uh, how do you feel? And that's what came out. Uh, look, it, it, I, I, like I said, as a spectacle, I enjoyed it. Um, some people take it very personally and say, Oh, go away. And we, that's awful. That's And I've, I've heard some ridiculous comments about it, about the song in particular. And again, I, I have too, and I wouldn't say the whole, you can judge the whole world by online and social media. No, of course there's not. so many people giving out about. The, the, the previous winners for Ireland that you mentioned oh Ireland used to send this kind of song Neve Kavanagh and Johnny Logan and I, first of all I kind of thought why do they care so much yeah or do they yeah. really care or is it being a performative outrage and also like the point you made Colm do they not understand the artists they're referencing won the Eurovision back in the 70s 80s and 90s yeah. 2024 oh, oh, and two, I have two, two points there also like Bambi Thug is nothing new. I don't mean that about Bambi Tug personally, but like rock music and musicians and artists have been trying to shock and awe for years. This isn't a new thing. And in the Eurovision. Uh, exa- yeah. And particularly in the Eurovision. So, so it's not a new thing. So, and, and it's the way it's going and people are trying to stay up to date with it and trying to stay in touch. Um, the other thing is, if you go the, let's call it the traditional route of writing a beautiful song, which I'm sure will happen again another year. Um, the last time we got... To uh, into the top ten with a with a with a nice song, uh, was in two thousand and ten, and sorry two thousand and six. Brian Kennedy, like so, so it's, it's been a eight, while, nearly eighteen years since ago. we were in the top ten. And like how often? And I don't have the stats in front of me, but how often? Because now back back in our day, it was just straight into the Eurovision, and it was only a, a jury vote. Now there's semi-finals galore. Yeah, so there's, so it's Tuesday night semi-final, Thursday night semi-final, uh, the top 10, I think, from those will go into the final with the existing country, you know, the bigger countries are in yeah, there already. and I say I don't have the stats in front of me, but it feels to me like when I hear the news each year um, that quite often we haven't got past the semi-final. We haven't even featured no, it's been on, the main, on the main I, night I itself. think it was around 2010. That's why I said 2010 first. Yeah. I think it was 2010 and the last one in the top 10 was 2006. Um, so yeah, so we're, we've been performing pretty dismally uh, over the past while. Will we have a little a little licking of the song and see what, because people are hearing us talking about this song. So it's very dark and then it's very light and fragile. So I'll just have a listen. <laughs>
it's the yeah, yeah at the end. But yeah. like it's it is like it's very dark and very grimy and and heavy at the start, and then it's very like fragile. And that, yeah, that section was just under a minute of the song, and it went through uh, quite a, a few. Uh, uh, you know, sound changes and mood changes. Yeah. Again, not my cup of tea, but it could be just the perfect Eurovision entry for us. Do you know what? I, I, I'm not mad on the song, but I like it because they're trying some, she's trying something, they're trying something different for us, yep. for the Eurovision, and because it gets up the noses of the kind of people who just <laughs> like to be offended and yep cause a big commotion about things so if it's annoying them that's good enough for me and we're sending something a bit mad and a bit more Eurovision-y to the Eurovision Well if it if if we were going to send anything that would cause a bit of a splash well by God we've chosen the right one <laughs> so <laughs> we're looking at May again in Malmö in Sweden uh, um, with uh, Bambi Tog representing Ireland with Doomsday Blue and I actually just uh, I said a minute ago like when would a nice song win the Eurovision last year's winner was a big dance track it was Laureen for Sweden and it was a big dance one of those big bangers from from the nightclub um, so we, look times are changing maybe this is the right way to go who knows it could, we can't do any work yeah, we we have tried before, and look, it'll be nice for her to go back to the country where her father's from as well. So it'll be in Sweden. Best of luck to them. Thanks very much, Colin. You and I'll have to work on the twenty twenty five Irish Eurovision entry. We were, maybe we can go on the entourage. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all we'd be good for. Uh, thank you very much. See you, Colin. Cheers.